spiritual peeps. How you doing? Happy Wednesday to you. Happy that you're here because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite subjects, and that is how empaths make the best psychic mediums. So just a FYI, I am doing a self-care for empaths theme for the month of June in the Rise Into Your Power Facebook group, but definitely make sure that you grab the toolkit. So you can go to therealheatherdanielle.com forward slash empath and you can download your card deck and then next Monday I'm sending out an ebook on helping empaths deal with the tough stuff including narcissists, craziness of the world, all sorts of awesomeness. And then we're also sending out a body care journal as well on the third week and the fourth week is going to be a surprise and it's going to be one that you definitely don't want to miss. So look that up or go ahead and click the link in the show notes so that you can grab all your free goodies, okay? Because I really think that it'll help you out a lot. And I will put a link in the show notes too of my other podcast that I did for like the 13 traits that show that you are an empath. So if you are wondering or thinking if you truly are an empath, however, I will have to say that in my life, there are more empaths in my life than those who are not empaths, believe it or not. Now, you know, there's severities of empaths and I'm definitely one of the most, if, if I was diagnosed with, um, being an empath, it would be on the severe scale. Like I'm an extreme empath and I have to do a whole other show on how, you know, people become empaths because there's talk that there is, it is because of emotional abuse growing up and things like that. And you are not, you know, born that way, but the same thing might be for narcissists. And now there's this new term coming out, which is called the dark empath. So we have a lot to talk about when it comes to empaths. All right. But like I said, a majority of people in my life, especially my listeners, my clients, my students, uh, 99% of you are empaths. So that's the reason why that I really wanted to do this episode right now is because empaths do make the best psychic mediums. And I actually have 20, 20 ways, 20 reasons, right? 20 reasons that I can share with you on why empaths make the best psychic mediums. All right. It's so true. So before we get started into that, I just have to say that I believe that everybody is a psychic medium. Everyone has that potential. Everybody has that quote gift. Everybody has that ability. We are all born with it. But for some reason, I just feel like in our society, in our world, we just grew away from that. But it used to be such an ingrained part of who we are, and it still is. And there's people out there that talk about the different kinds of empaths. You know, you might hear about the psychic empath and you might hear about the dream empath or you might hear about the, you know, earth empath. And you can go ahead and, you know, look those up and stuff like that. I'm not sure I truly agree with them because I believe everybody has that. You don't have to be an empath. Now, empaths are just a little bit easier. It makes it a little bit easier if you're an empath to be able to tune into some of those things. And so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So I was about to say like fasten your seatbelt, but I don't think it's going to be that crazy of a ride. Okay. So just snuggle up with your coffee, with your tea, with your blanket, and let's dive in right now to the number one reason why empaths make the best psychic mediums. All right. 
The very first reason is probably the most obvious, and that is because they're great energy readers. Like, they're really, really great at reading energy without even realizing it. Like, they already know a lot of stuff just by the energy of the room when they walk in and things like that. They're really good people who can really sense you know, the person's energy, who they are, what their intentions are, if they're good or bad, you know, within the first few minutes of meeting them. It's so true. Empaths are that way. And because when you're dealing with readings, you're dealing with a lot of energy. That is the reason why that they make really, really great psychic mediums. All right, we're going to keep on going. We're going to get in a little bit deeper. But number two is they can emphasize with those they read for because they have strong, strong empathy, right? That's what empath is. They have such strong, you know, emotions when it comes to certain things and they can relate to other people. It's like what's coming up to me right now is like they're a Libra on drugs, if you are. You know what I mean? Because to me, Libras are just very giving people, seeing both sides of the spectrum, you know, seeing that balance. And for a empath doing readings, they can really notice and give that empathy for the people that come to them. You know, empaths do it all the time. They just don't, you know, they don't get paid for being a life coach or they don't get paid for being a psychic reader. They don't get paid for any of these things and they might not be doing it in a professional capacity. But the thing is, they still have those people all the time reaching out to them for advice, what to do, or always complaining, always, you know, sharing their life stories, you know, with you if you're an empath, okay? Now I'm just going to tell you they don't do that with me anymore. I think that's just because I... um I really worked on my boundaries, but that's a story for another day. Let's go on to number three is they feel better when they help people. So empaths are really, really about, honestly, they're really about other people. They have such big hearts. They're such a givers and things like that. And they just feel a lot better when they help people. So that's the reason why that they make great, great psychic mediums is because this work is all about helping others and, you know, being there for them, showing them ways how you've overcome things and connecting them back to their own spirituality, to their higher power, and to how they feel about themselves. All right, number four is that empaths tend to be more creative. And this is the exact same muscle that is used in psychic and mediumship. So because empaths are more creative, they tune into that muscle. You know what I mean? They're able to use it because they flex it. They're used to feeling and sometimes even seeing the unseen. Think about that. All right, and now we're going to go to number five is that they're used to tuning into things that aren't their quote, right? Aren't there. And that is because, you know, they are absorbing other people's emotions. They're absorbing other people's energies, you know, and those are things that are, quote, not of this world, right? My husband loves to call it. He was like, can we talk about things that's of this world now? And it's like, no. Talk about things that are not in this world. So they already know, or you should already know as an empath, that you are already developing some sort of sixth sense because you're already tuning into things that other people are not aware of, okay? So that's what I meant by that. You're already tuning into things that aren't there, whether you realize it or not. All right, number six is um, they will always do the right thing. 
right? They won't tell you bullshit. They won't tell you just what you want to hear and things like that. Because if you're an empath that's like me, it's like you won't be able to live with yourself. You know what I mean? You know, I can't, I can't just tell someone something just because they want to hear it. You know what I mean? It might break my heart to tell them bad news and I might sugarcoat it like there's no tomorrow, but I am really going to you know, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you it for some reason, this conversation with my son is coming up. It was like a couple years ago and stuff. And he was like, yeah, mom, you are always nice, but you don't always tell the truth. And I was like, what? I was like, are you serious? And I was like, no, I was like, I always tell the truth. You know what I mean? I was like, but I just, you know, tried to say it in a good way. You know, I was like, I'm a sugar coater. And then he was like, I forgot how the conversation went, but near the end, he was just like, oh, he was like, you know, you do tell the right things. He's like, you do tell honest things, but he was like, you say it in a really, really, really nice way. And I'm like, exactly. That's what sugarcoating is. I'm a big sugarcoater. Now there's other empaths out there that might not be big sugarcoaters like I am, but they are still going to be the same. They're still going to not, you know, do lip service. They're actually going to tell the truth because, you know, that's what they do in their hearts. You know, they, they, they're about other people, not about themselves. And they won't be able to, um, go on <laughs> with lies and things like that. And at least for the most part, all the ones that I have met are like that. All right. Number seven is because they have exceptional intuition and that is because they're already developing, like I said, their sixth sense, you know, and they're just more hyper aware of everything that other people are doing. And then also everything that they themselves are doing. But now the only problem is with exceptional intuition is that a lot of times, you know, because empaths may have had trauma in their life and things like that, that they are not really good at listening to their intuition or trusting their intuition. So just kind of know that. So whether, you know, you are, you know, good at listening to intuition or not, you still have really good intuition if you're an empath, okay? You just might have to work on trusting it. And if you spent your whole life with people betraying you or lying to you and things like that, it might take a little bit of time for you to finally, you know, embrace your intuition and actually start trusting it because you've got trust issues, right? You've listened to yourself before and you got let down. You let yourself down and that takes forgiveness and then also trust. But nevertheless, you definitely have strong, exceptional intuition. All right. So number eight is that they often feel like a high life purpose over their heads. You know what I mean? They always feel like they're meant to do maybe a little bit more. Maybe because they see more, they feel more, they're in tuned more. Maybe because they think of other people so much more than they do themselves. But when you do psychic and mediumship work, that just really makes you feel like, yeah, I'm doing something for the greater good. I am doing something that's worthwhile. I am doing something that fuels my soul and helps humankind. Probably because you are, you know, pushing the threshold and you're doing something that's maybe not normal, something that's a little unique and something that proves that there's a butterfly effect, a beautiful butterfly effect. Well, it depends if it's beautiful or not that you have in this life that you can do. So what I mean by that is when you dive into psychic and mediumship work, you are living a more spiritual life majority of the time, you know, or you're more engrossed inside of your spirituality. And when that happens, you start to see the butterfly effect that's happening around the world, even with you. So you know that when you smile at one person, 
that smile just may all of a sudden make someone else smile. Then it has this ripple effect and they smile at someone else. And that in itself can start making the world a better place. And you realize that. Okay. So now here is number nine is that you're sensitive to lower energies. Oh yes, lower energies. So what I mean by this is every emotion has an energy vibration, a frequency that it's on. Love, happiness, joy, those are all higher vibrating emotions, okay? So what do you think of when you think of happiness and joy? You might think of someone jumping up and down. You might see of someone just like running around or dancing with excitement, right? Because those are higher vibrating emotions. And so it's emotions are energy in motion. So there's a lot of movement when it comes to those emotions. However, when you are sad, when you're depressed and things like that, just think about those emotions. Those are emotions where you're sitting on the couch, when you're sleeping all day, when you don't even want to get out of bed. Those are lower vibrating emotions and empaths have a tendency to be able to be sensitive to both of those emotions, but they're definitely more sensitive to the lower vibrating emotions. And that could be for a few different reasons. It could be because, you know, that is reminding them of trauma they had in the past and they want to make sure that everything is all good before moving forward with that energy emotion. Um, and it just might be because humans just innately, we remember more of the negative. And that stems from like way back in the day when we really truly had to worry about predators and dying all the time, you know, in the caveman days and stuff like that. So it was more important for our brains, uh, you know, on a scientific level, you know, at a biological level to, you know, remember the bad things as opposed to, you know, the good things. All right. So that's another reason why. And just to let you know, too, if you are very sensitive to lower vibrating emotions and things like that, that means you just notice them. Like you notice when people are feeling sad or mad or angry, even when other people can't tell you would really, really make a really good like relationship therapist, a really good like love reader, if you will, um, soulmate, twin flame kind of reader and things like that. Because a lot of the readings that I do really have to do with relationships and whether or not like they should stay with a person and that kind of thing. And so if you are really in tuned in those lower vibrating emotions, you would actually be able to see that inside of their relationship and let them know so they can make the choice on whether or not they want to continue with that relationship. All right, we're going on for number 10, and that is empaths connect well with nature, which strengthens their bond with their higher power. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just going to leave that there because that is just, bam, microphone drop right there. Majority of empaths just have this connection with nature. They truly do. That means outside. They might get sick, too, if they spend a lot of time indoors. They really, really need to be outdoors more. All right, and number 11, and empaths will make great psychic mediums because for the most part, they will attract good-natured people who need their help and their guidance. And what I mean is that, you know, there's tons and zillions and millions of different psychic mediums out there, and you might have had an encounter with a bad psychic or a bad medium. Maybe they were, you know, mean to you. Maybe they told you about spells. Maybe they were a scammer. Maybe all of these things, but you also, you know, like, 
every single, um, what is it called, profession is going to have the bad and the good, okay? So just put that out there. But then at the same token, you have a lot of good psychic mediums and you might see them that are dealing with really harsh sitters is what we call them, really harsh clients, really harsh people, people who are, you know, more skeptic, who don't believe in what they're doing. And this might scare the psychic medium into not wanting to do anything because, you know, not doing their work because it's like, wow, you know, no, I have really bad people that come to me. A majority of empaths are not going to have that happen. They are going to attract more more than likely good people, empaths coming towards them. Now, you do have those empaths who are narcissist, um, what is it called, magnets. But a lot of narcissists don't go to spiritual readers and they don't really go to psychic mediums a lot. And you're not going to have a lot of them, okay? Usually, it goes back to the saying, not the saying, the law, right? But like attracts like. Now, one thing that I did do, especially in the beginning of me doing a lot of my readings, is what I would do is I would say, Spirit, only bring me good people. If you bring me people who are going to be jerks to me or you're going to have people who don't believe me and things like that, then I'm going to quit. I'm just going to walk away. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do your work right? And so you can always do that too. But for the most part, you are going to attract great people, good people, people who really, really need you. And that's the reason why that you would make a great psychic medium. All right, moving on to number 12 is that empaths are good at divination tools. Yes, yes, yes. And it has to do with, you know, how they're able to tune in so well to different energies. Okay. And so, pendulums, you know, I mean, those are using energy, dowsing rods is another really good one. And honestly, going back a little bit to that creative side too, they are really good at seeing different things inside of tarot cards and oral cards and even runes and things like that. So definitely good at divination tools, which would make you a great reader, even though they're not needed, still make you a good reader. All right. Number 13 is that spirits are attracted to empaths. Yes, they are attracted more so to empaths than other ones because obviously more sensitive to energy too. And also because it seems to me that a majority of empaths have a bigger light, okay? They have a big shining light, if you will, um, and it just draws spirits like moth to a flame. And so because spirits are attracted to you, they will try to bring like their their loved ones who are still living to you. I can't even tell you how many stories it was about people who are wanting to book me and things like that. And all of a sudden it was like, you know, their past loved one was creating this meat cute, if you will, you know, and getting us brought together. So think about that one. All right, number 13 is going, actually, I already did number 13, so we're going to number 14, that empaths are often attracted to spiritual things, because probably because they know that there's something more than meets the eye, you know, with what's going on, right? But they're going to be attracted to that spiritual realm, and also because they're going to feel like outcasts and things like that, because they are seeing and noticing things that other people aren't. They are often, you know, much more different than the people that are in their family and in their friend circle. You know, they're the ones that cry in the movies and can't stand, you know what I mean, watching certain TV shows or are overly emotional that are known as crybabies and all these things, right? So that's the one thing is that spiritual things will make them feel better. All right, going on to number 15 is that they are great listeners. 
kids. They're great, great listeners. Not only that, but it's like they're just really, really good at reading in between the lines, right? So that's the reason why. It's because you have so many people that come to you when you do um, psychic and mediumship readings that really are saying one thing, but you can tune in and notice it's something different that they want. And this can happen on several different ways, you know, in several different ways. So for example, I do all my readings where I am connecting both psychic and through mediumship. And what that means is psychic is of this world. I'm connecting to your aura. I'm connecting to things of this planet, right? Things that are in your path, things that you've gone through, things of this incarnation of yours right now that's going on in the flesh and blood, if you will. Now, mediumship is when you go ahead and you connect to the other side and you are talking to past loved ones that have already transitioned, okay? And you can also talk with angels and spirit guides. Okay, so basically what I was talking about here is I do a blend of both of these for all of my readings. And that means that I will always keep myself open for spiritual or mediumship connection. And I remember this one guy came in to see me and I think that he was worried about jobs, something like that. He was just like interested in psychics. But the thing is, is that his dad came through um, in spirit. And I don't think that he was expecting that. And honestly, I feel like his whole life changed within five to 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Of his dad coming through because he thought that he wanted one thing when he came to see me, but he got something completely different. All right. And empaths are really, really good at this. You know, I have had people argue with me. Like I had this one girl, I'm not sure I told you the story or not. I probably should say it for spirit stories, but I'm just going to tell you it now. But she really, really wanted to make her relationship work. Like really, 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 she was totally in love with him. But I was, like I told you, like the empath, you know what I mean? Who's not going to tell you what you want to hear. I was like, no, 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 no. This relationship isn't good for you. And I told her what she didn't want to hear, but I was also reading in between the lines too, because I knew that there was something else more going on there. And like my hypersensitive empathness, if you will, totally noticed that. And come to find out at the end of the reading, he was actually married. And then when she walked out of the door of the room that we were in, this bracelet just fell off of her arm, like her wrist, right? It just totally broke into half, into half right? And both me and our friend were staring and we were like, wow, that's crazy. Why did your bracelet break? It's like, who gave it to you? And he, she was like, oh, it was him. He gave it to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if this is not a sign, I don't know what is. But hopefully you can see what I was trying to get here is that it's really about reading in between the lines, knowing what people are truly needing. And empaths are really good at that. And that will make you an exceptional psychic medium because you won't just be, you know, answering XYZ questions for the client. You will really be listening into like even their soul, you know, and into the energy and being like, hey, we need to talk about this, even though, you know, you might think you need to talk about this. Let me go ahead and tell you some information about something else over here. All right. So number 16 is that they'll make others feel good. And this is going to be because empaths have a problem sometimes with absorbing other people's energy. So a lot of times people are going to come to you and they're going to be feeling like crap and then you're going to be absorbing their energy and you're going to be taking that crappiness feeling away from you, right from them. And they're going to love you for it. And they're going to keep on coming back because it's almost like, I want to say a doctor's visit. It's a way to get high. I don't know. Um, they might not even realize that they just know that they feel better after talking to you. Now, the only problem is, is I don't want you absorbing 
it into your own body. So you can set the intention that you are going to relieve them of their energy that no longer serves them. But almost like you could picture like a filter, you know, in between you and them. And then it's just kind of like the light, um, like the energy goes through the filter and turns into the light, you know, and then that comes into your body, which is like the filter saying like, hey, no bad things, no yuckiness can come into my body. Or you can just set the intention, hey, you know what, all their yucky energy, as soon as it leaves, it just turns into a puff of white light and it goes back to source. So however you want to do it, but just don't absorb their energy, right? But the thing is, is that you're going to make a good psychic medium because you are going to be making them feel better by taking their energy. All right, number 17. This is actually one that you might think is a bad thing, but it's actually a pretty good thing when it comes to psychic and mediumship. And that is that empaths usually have problems with boundaries. Now you're like, wait, yeah, that's a fact, right? Empaths usually do have problems with boundaries, but how's that going to make you a good psychic medium? And that is going to be because um, a good psychic, it's going to make you a good psychic because it allows you to, allows a lot of energy and information to come in actually at one time because you're not like closed up and that kind of stuff. And you're just like, hey, more the merrier kind of thing. And it just allows, you know, spirits to come in so if you know me if you had a reading from me oh my gosh like i just let everybody and and anybody come into my space now you do have gatekeepers that are supposed to be watching and saying okay you know what spirits how many spirits can come into your space and that kind of thing but i just like hey come on in what's up you know what i mean who's over here right now and because of that it makes me a really good medium because then i'm able to have multiple spirits come in and not only just multiple spirits but then i'm able to you know um raise the vibration up because there's so many spirits around me. It raises, increases the frequency, if you will, and then I'm able to get better information and better evidence. Usually that's what happens. But then anyways, we're just really more open. Empaths are. And when we are really open in our boundary section, we let our guards down and that allows a little more information to come through um, to us from spirit, right? So whether it's our spirit guides, past loved ones, or angels. All right, number 18 is that empaths have a more open mind and they're less judgmental. And I just gave you a really good example. Like that woman who came in who was, you know, having an affair with a married man judgmental at all to her you know i mean i'm really open to people and all sorts of predicaments and things like that and that's because you know i don't judge them because i know that each one of us is on our own path learning from our own experiences you know and so that's a way that empaths really make really good psychic mediums is because the same thing you're not judgmental you understand all right number 19 is usually empaths are vibing higher than other people. And what I mean by that is because, you know, empaths have to try and keep up their emotions. You know what I mean? We have to keep ourselves a little bit more happier. We're drawn to more happy feelings because we're so sensitive. So it's like, we don't want to be feeling like crap all day, you know? So we're always reaching and trying to feel better. So that could be, you know, even becoming emotional eaters sometimes. Maybe we are addicted to working out or movement or however it is that we try to make ourselves feel better. 
better. But the thing is, though, is that when you're making yourself feel better, you are also vibrating at a higher frequency. And because you are vibrating at this higher frequency, it makes it easier for you to connect with, you know, spirit guides, past loved ones, and angels. All right. I can't believe it. We're at number 20 already. And this is probably the most important one. And that is empaths make psychic great make great psychic mediums because becoming a psychic medium makes them healthier. I am like 100% convinced that all empaths are sick because they are suppressing their psychic and mediumship abilities. I know it sounds crazy, but yes, because I feel like that's what I was doing and I see it in so many other people. And as I have mentored them and helped them, they have become more and more healthier because they are learning about their sensitivity and how to navigate it in this crazy world. So as soon as empaths start opening up spiritually and they start opening up to their gifts and sometimes their gifts may not come out right away as psychic mediums. Maybe they become healers first, like they become Reiki or pranic healers, and then they start opening up more and more and more. And then this really does make them a lot healthier. So I definitely had to share that with you because the same thing happened to me. And if you haven't gotten my book, Anxiety to Angels, then I would definitely recommend looking into that. It is on Amazon. I will put the link in the show notes, but this will really show you like how I kind of went from, you know, being an empath, you know, on Prozac and uh, Ativan and Xanax and everything else like that um, before I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not sick. I'm psychic, right? So anyways, I hope that you really loved um, listening to this episode. If you did, then definitely I would appreciate a review because it would help out the channel a lot and let me know too what you really love and what you'd love to hear more about. All right, well, I will see you on Friday. Bye.